Welcome to the Carolyn Shuttlesworth Podcast, where we'll dive deep into the Word of God, build strong faith, and finish the devil. Here's your host, author, speaker, and nonstop mom, Carolyn Shuttlesworth. So, as you see from my title, I titled it, Instruction Precedes Provision. Because as I was reading yesterday, I was going through the Old Testament on some stuff. I love stories out of the Old Testament. And I got in um, 1 Kings 17. And so in 1 Kings 17, we know the story. One, Elijah, right, fed by the ravens. Then after that story, we go into the widow. But if we back up and then we look afterwards, hey, Jessica, good to see you. Oh, and thanks for the, the new background compliment. New, I said it on Wednesday, new year, new you, new background. We're, we're not going to be stale, guys. No. <laughs> and so um, I know a lot of us are asking for answers on this fast. Um, I know it's kind of like our thing to start the new year um, presenting it to God, saying, Lord, what are my next instructions? What do you want me to do this year? What do you want me to step into? What do you want me to activate? You know what I mean? Different things we ask the Lord. And so we are looking for answers during this fast. We're looking for breakthroughs. We're we're looking for miracles. So there's things that we are all believing for, whether they're different or not. But I kept getting stuck on um, this story of Elijah because I was like, you know, he was blessed during this time of famine, but you know, God had to give him instruction to get him to the place. Now, whether you're in a position right now where you haven't quite stepped out, but you're getting that instruction, or you have received instruction in the past and you've missed it, it's time to get back on track. It's time because you don't want to get so far away from the instruction that it's like you can't find your way back. Now it's time we ask the Lord, forgive me, for not stepping out in faith, forgive me for not uh, moving when you say move. And I don't mean like houses all the time, you know, that might be your story, but I just mean moving in general, like an action word, moving. Um, For moving uh, forward and what you, you had me to do and then ask, you know, how do I fix this? How do I get back on? Where can I do this? And then get motivated, get in faith and step out. When God says something, it just it just like that, just needs to be done as fast as you clap. When he says it, jump on it. There's so many times now in our life and our ministry, um, Ted and I weren't always as fast as we are when we first got married, when we first started out. You know, you, you, you it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like having a pool and then you go and like, I'm just going to feel the water. Is it cold? I'm going to stick my toe in it. Or are you just looking at the pool and you run into a cannonball? We're at the point in life now where we just run into a cannonball. Uh, it's funny. I always tell, hey, Janine, um, uh, I always tell, uh, Jen always jokes me because she's like, Carolyn, you guys move so fast. Like you'll say this and then like tomorrow I'll wake up and and you're done with this or, you know, you're going to move forward on this or it's already taken care of because I've learned from the from the past. Okay, we we take all of our situations and we learn from it. Let's be smart and not repeat it. And now when God asks us to do something or we have that like umph, we're just going to do it, whether we're set up whether we're ready, you know, for instance, broadcasting. Uh, I don't even know if many of you know that we outgrew this studio that God blessed us with in 2020. We actually started to get tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. And then when the team moved moved down, we ended up going next door. And now we have, this is our TV production. It's all media in here. And then now we have a whole office space of just offices for uh, when the team goes in and works every day. So God has expanded the ministry and in just a matter of two and a half years, three years. I mean, like we haven't even been in, in this building for three years. And, um, but there was things we did that stepped out before. We didn't wait to broadcast. We didn't wait 
for for lots of things before we had just this place. No, I used to sit in my bathroom of my house when Ted would go on live every morning at 1030 to keep the kids quiet and do school with them on the floor in my bedroom in my bathroom floor or in the hallway floor. That's what I did. I had to keep Teddy quiet. He was like two years old and I had uh, Brooklyn and um, doing stuff with her. Then I had school with Maddie and we left the, the camera TVs up in my living room in my house. There's wires everywhere. Was that pretty? No. I didn't care for that. No. That wasn't like, hey, my dream home. No. But I knew that if God said, start this and do it, and then it brought. So you have to start where God tells you to do it and the provision will come. We didn't have nearly as much finances and what we're doing now when we started in my living room, okay? But we did the instruction and the provision came. Same thing with our house, same thing when we moved down to Florida. When we moved from Virginia to Florida on an instruction when God said to move to Florida, why? I had a home. A, a beautiful four-bedroom home that Ted and I had when we got married. And he said, move. And we had a, our church was fine. My family lived down the street. Like nothing was wrong when he told us to move. You don't have to move because things are wrong. You just do what God tells you to do. And then it wasn't until Florida, literally things have opened up left and right. From where we live, now we're starting a church, from the studio, from the media, to, to people that have moved down here. I mean, the, we went out on the instruction. Now, when we went out on the instruction, everything was so much more expensive down here, okay? I also had to carry my house mortgage in Virginia. Had to make sure to get renters in there. Then I had to come down here. I had to rent until I found where I wanted to live. Had to buy a house. I mean, I mean like all these things were steps ordered by God, but I had to move forward before I had all the puzzle pieces. I had to move forward by faith. I'm gonna show you the instruction that God gave Elijah here in 1 Kings 17. It didn't, it didn't always sound um, beautiful, okay? So here we have the setup before. If you go to verse 16 before, I'm not gonna read all that, but you have King Ahab. Right, he's married to Jezebel. We all know that name, Jezebel, Jezebel spirit, you know, <laughs> manipulation. He's married to Jezebel and they're killing all of God's prophets. Well, God, you know, and, and so if you, if you see 16, we'll do 17, 18, you'll see, I'm not reading all of it, I'm just kind of show you the, the preface and then afterwards. So they're killing all of God's prophets. God needs to protect Elijah but it's preparing him for what? It's preparing him for the, 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 the bail, you know, the send the fire. Or the they're, they're getting ready to get rid of all the false prophets. It, it leads up to that, okay? But you have to see, there's like three years. There's, there's years in, in between all of this. We're so used to instant gratification. This is how I want it. This is how, you know what I mean? I say that to people all the time. Just do what God's told you to do. The rest will come. Always step out on an instruction by faith. The rest will come. Some people make a list. I have to have it this way when I do what, what God's asked me to do. It has to look this way. Um, I have to have this. I have to have that. And now you have to remember, it's not that you're not ever going to have it. But are you willing to step out? Are you willing to do what God's asked you to do when you don't have that exact thing in that moment? Are you willing in that moment to say, yes, God, I'll do it. Yes, I'll step out and do it. Or is it like, oh, it doesn't look this way for me and this is how I had it in my mind and you know all the things we do to talk ourselves out of what God has for us. So look, as we're, as we're fasting, as we're asking God for answers to the next big thing, you know, <laughs> Um, it says in Psalm 34, 15 to 17, before I start in 1 Kings, the eyes of the Lord are watching over those who do right. His ears are open to this cry for help. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. 
The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. I hate seeing God's people frustrated. I hate seeing God's people, um, you know, things getting ripped out from under them or the, they, the, the favor's there and then it's not there. It's not consistent. I hate seeing um, no increase in the life of the believer. But you know what? It's on us because God's a good father, right? God says, listen, I'll tell you what to do. I'll tell you where to go. I'll tell you what and where to sow. I'll tell, and I, I will provide, you just let me do the rest. And so this is a big thing that we need to get in our spirit for this time of prayer and fasting that we're starting the year saying, listen, Lord, whatever you tell me, whatever you tell me is something that I'm going to do. I'm going to step out on. Uh, Mom, I just read Psalms 34, 15 to 17, but I'm getting ready to speak out of 1 Kings 17 with Elijah being fed by the ravens. That, that I'm going to take this prayer and fasting time to say, Lord, I, I'm, I, that's it. I'm living by faith. I'm called righteous. You're always going to protect me. You're always going to provide for me. You're always going to be there for me. You're always going to give me an instruction and a word because every time he's given an instruction, there's been provision behind it. There's been healing behind it. Think about just, just now in my mind, when um, I'm thinking of healing with the man's eyes in the New Testament, right? And he said, what? Dip in the river. And then he, you know, and all that. And his eyes are open. Instruction, instruction, instruction. We got it. We, we, we just have to be good listeners. We just have to, that's it. Listen, step out in faith. I don't want to see anybody else missing anything for this year. Nothing needs to slip through our fingers. Nothing needs to slip through the cracks ever again. It's just us being obedient to the instruction. All right. So Ahab was the king over Israel. Evil married Jezebel. She was the daughter of the king of um, Sidon. Sidon's where people worship the false god, false god named Baal. And that's what you see in 18 where he goes back and forth with Baal and he's like, you know, fire, rain, da, 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 da. And, um, you know, and our God wins because he never loses any battle. Okay. And so moves, I wrote down, moves don't always look exciting because look at this. All right. So here we are. Uh, they're, they're coming after God's prophets. And so... And says in, in uh, 1 Kings 17, Now Elijah, who was from Tishbe and Gilead, told King Ahab. So he's like, I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to leave for a little bit because I want this to sink in. And you know what? Some time had to, some time had to span here because he, you know, at the end of the day, God's going to get all the glory. And so some time had to span here to be like, this really is you know, Elijah, the prophet speaking from God. It's not just like, ooh, three days of no rain. And people will be like, oh, that's a quinky dink because, you know, the weather system and the source of the clouds and the precipitation. No, this was years because when God says something, it's coming to pass. All right. So moves don't always look exciting because look where God sent Elijah when he told him to move. Okay. So for you guys who are thinking of and uh, moving could be places, could be houses, could be, like I said, moving as an action word, stepping out into something, moving jobs. Listen, it might not all look, here it is. It doesn't mean you're not going to get what God has for you. He wants to know, listen, are you obedient in the instruction. That's what he wants to know. Does he have your heart to be obedient in the instruction? Okay. Now Elijah, okay, from Gilead. And then he told King Ahab, as surely as the Lord God of Israel lives, the God I serve, there will be no dew or rain for the next few years until I give the word. Now I spoke on Wednesday about it. We don't do anything unless 
we see our father do it. We hear an instruction from him. So he said, listen, there's going to be a few years. There's going to be drought. And with drought comes famine. You can't grow anything. I mean, like, no, no water. It's like one of our main sources. We need what? Uh, water, air, sunlight. We need all of that to live. And we're missing a big component here, which is water, a drought. All right. So I, I want us to really focus on verse 2, verse 3, and verse um, 4 to begin with. All right. Then the Lord said to Elijah. Okay, here's the first instruction the Lord said to Elijah. Go to the east. Now look, the Lord gave him specifically where to go, right? So people, God's given people cities, jobs, names. He's giving Elijah a specific place to go. He didn't, he didn't say just go to um, uh, this, this cave, this place, you know. No, he, he's given east. So we have a specific instruction if he just went to any part by, by uh, the Kareth Brook, it would have been wrong. He would have been out of obedience. He would have been disobeying God because God said specifically east. Go to the east. So God's going to give us direction for this year. We need to have listening ears and hide by the Kareth Brook. So he's given him instruction. He said, go here. And hide. So in this year to begin off in 2023, God's going to give us an instruction for a direction in our life, right? Then after our instruction for where we're supposed to go, it's going to keep us in protection. There's, there's places we shouldn't be. There's places we don't need to be. And it's not that they're bad. It's just not where God's called us to be. It's not, it's not that they're bad at all. They could be really good, but he's going to protect you. Let me tell you something, uh, a cool, cool story about protection is when we were renting the house in, um, here in Florida, we needed to get out. Out of nowhere, the guy was like, I- I'm selling the house. You got five weeks. Um, you need to be out. Wouldn't give me any more time. Ted's traveling all over the world. I had to pack up, had to move with the kids without Ted. Uh, wonderful people from the church helped me. And then that was it. And God protected me. Look, he gave me an instruction. He said, listen, Ted and Carolyn, I want you to move back to South Florida for me back. I want you to move back to South Florida. Okay. I said, I never wanted to come back where I grew up. Never wanted to. Old stomping grounds, didn't care. Uh, I don't like running into people that I used to know. I just, I, I was like, I don't want to raise my kids down there. I, I've been there, done that for almost 22 years. When I moved up to Virginia, I just didn't want to go back. Visit Florida, great. No desire to go back. Ted had no desire to live here. He didn't even care for it. So when God gave Ted an instruction, and then Ted came to me to line my spirit man up, I was like, you say, What? What? You want me to go back where I said I don't want to go back? (sighs) That's exactly like how I felt. He called me at midnight. I was like, well, great. Now I can't sleep because I'm doing something I don't want to do and kick in and, you know, having a pity party. I love alligators, Liz. (laughs) So look at this. So here's an instruction. And he gave us a direction. South Florida. Okay, fine. I got my spirit man lined up. Came down here, found a house because, you know, I know the whole area, but I was like, there's certain areas I want to live, but God said, do this. So we're going to quickly step out. And then when we're down there, this is the thing. God said, do it. We did it. And and it looked like I was stepping back. I had a house in Virginia that I owned and here I am going to go and rent. And I'm like, I got two of this that, you know, like your mind will play all this tricks on you if you give into the thought life out of the spirit realm. And I said, listen, I'm going, we're going to go down there. Okay. There's a direction, South Florida. Now we're renting. Okay. Now I got to find a house. Now, what area do I want to live in? Where, where do I, you know, Lord, what's that? But then he, the, the guy said, 
make a long story short, I had found the house randomly online, no sign in the yard, nothing, just came to me, liked it, felt attracted to it, um, had contracts on it a few times, but they'd go on and then come off and fall through. Anyway, then he comes to us, the owner of the house, and says, you need to get out, five weeks. We're like, oh my gosh, this is crazy, this is terrible. Um, remembered that house, went back, the contract had fallen off, so it was back up for sale. Um, but look at this. This is what I want to get to about protection. In 2019, right? I moved in 2019. Just shy of a year later. Yeah, because we signed in April of 2019. March 2020, all hell breaks loose in the United States. All hell breaks loose in the United States. But I am locked in to my home that dropped $100,000 before I bought it because it was on the market for so long in the neighborhood that I wanted. And I mean, like, I always look back. I just laugh because I'm like, what they came for and quoted me on my house now to sell was almost double of what I bought for it. So what could have looked like um, upsetting in the moment right? Five weeks, get out. All right, buy this house, move in. Da, 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 da. Total peace, total peace. Because things went crazy around here. Rental went nuts around here. Home prices went nuts around here. But we were protected. We were protected. Didn't have to deal with it. And look what else because of the instruction, because of the protection, our house almost doubled and financially is better for us. So whatever we do with it next, we're already on the up and up. It's already a major harvest in our life. But how to do the instruction and you have to do it when God says it. Moved in 17, bought a house in 19, Destruction in the world in 2020. The instruction that I did, right? Stepped out, gave me a direction. I was protected and I have provision for it. So that's what I'm telling you right now. We need to not be nervous. We need to walk out in faith. We need to just go for it. God will give you wisdom. God will give you, you'll know the right voice. You'll know because peace and joy are carried in the instruction of God. Peace and joy are always wrapped up as a bundle package when God uh, gives you an instruction. Don't look, like I said, he, here he is. He's having to go out to a desert. Obviously, that's not like uh, very exciting. We're not like, oh, I really want to go to a desert. But God said, go to the desert. And here's why. He said, hide by the Kareth Brook, so protection, near where enters the Jordan River. Drink from the brook and eat what the ravens bring you. Drink from the brook and eat what the ravens give you. So wrapped in that instruction that God gave Elijah was what? Direction. He knew where to go. Protection. They weren't going to find him and kill him. And then provision. Provision, because he, during a time of famine and drought, was eating. You have obnoxious birds that are not kind birds. They're, 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 they don't, they're not like pets you would just have. You know what I'm saying? I don't like any birds. I think all birds are the worst. Sorry if you have any. Um, unless you can cuddle a pet, uh, don't, I don't think you should have a pet. Sorry, Caitlin, about your lizard, but you can't cuddle the lizard. <laughs> it's not soft and squishy and kisses you. <laughs> or fish. No, that's the worst pet, Maddie. Ugh, fish. And they're so, ugh. Anyway. Um, uh, so, you know, you got ravens bringing, delivering. Instacart was in the Bible before Instacart was yours. <laughs> God knew about Instacart. God created Instacart. So he brought food to Elijah while he was out there. Out there. Just by himself. 
And you know what? It was a great time for him. He got to talk to the Lord. He got to pray because he's getting ready in a few years to go take out the, the statues and the false gods. So good thing he had time with the Lord. Good thing that he got to experience God's provision, have a testimony, experience God's instruction and, and, and receive and get protected. I love Instacart too, Liz. I actually just did it last night again. Um, and so we have to see that. Even, even when he goes into the widow, right? She's like saying, uh, I have nothing. I have nothing. I can't make you anything. But what does Elijah say? Based on an instruction, he says, go, go make me. What does he want? And she says, I have a single piece of bread. I only have a handful of flour left in the jar and a little bit of oil. He said, don't be afraid. And that's what I'm saying to you. When God gives you instruction, there should be zero fear attached to it. Nothing but peace and joy are a bundle package when God gives an instruction. Don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you've said, but make a little bread for me first. Look at that. For the man of God. As long as you put God first, as long as you keep sowing, even when you feel like it's a time of famine, even when you feel like, I don't know, I don't know how I'm going to do this. As long as you keep sowing to God first, keep your heart right right towards God. Keep your listening ears. Keep your supernatural vision on. Look, he says, bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. Put God first and everything else will be added to you. I mean, I, I'm telling you right now, obviously when you're younger, uh, you are enamored with things. I mean, obviously people that are older are, but for me, I grew out of it when I got a revelation of certain things in the Bible and worked it that way. When I became detached from less and less and realized it's all about giving. That is your ticket to things, is giving. It is 150% it's your ticket to getting things. People are always like, I'm without, I want that. Oh, I see what she has. Oh, I no, 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 no. And then they covet and they get jealous. Be a giver. God first, God first, and then be a giver. And he'll always take care of you. I can't even, I mean, if I went through, you know, people see things I have and, and different, and people, it, people knew that like, I barely have bought lots of things that I have. It's because I've given that stuff first. The Lord knows, he, he knows that I'm not attached to anything that I have. Well, Ted, I'm not ever giving Ted up or my kids. I'm very attached to them. <laughs> Fine, if I have to sacrifice them, I'll bring them up like Abraham did. <laughs> Just kidding. The Lord will put a ram in the thicket for me. Um, and so uh, it's because I've given. I just, there's, there are several people that I just contacted right after Christmas. I was like, listen, I have this stuff. In, I got stuff in my closet, still has some tags on it. I've got stuff that people have given to me. I've got stuff that I've bought. And I just want to always keep myself in check. Take it. I love it. As I don't give things. I don't just give things that like I don't like or it's old and tattered. I like, I like this. Take it now before I change my mind, you know, that kind of stuff. And so, see, Liz, I can't even get rid of stuff because it just keeps coming back. So here it is. Elijah said, listen, give it to me first and then for you and your son. Does God have your heart to listen? Are you going to act out first? And then that's what I'm saying at the beginning. People will be like, I want to have it this way when you ask me to do something, Lord, and I want it to look like this. And it's like, but you're not putting God first. You're putting your desires first. You're putting what you think it's supposed to look like first. But if we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, then we step out on it and everything else. There's things that I didn't have a couple years ago. But I said, yes, Lord, and then now 
God's put them in, in my hand and I haven't even desired them. It's just because of certain acts of obedience and listening based on an instruction. So look, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do what I've said, but make a little bread for me first. Then use what's left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. And I love 14. I love 14. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. And this is how you're never going to be without. People won't make decisions um, and they won't step out in instructions because they feel like I'm going backwards. I could have felt like I'm going backwards moving to Florida. I could have thought, well, here I am <laughs> trying to be financially responsible. I have a family, have a ministry. We're trying to grow it. But you want me to move to Florida, Lord, and you want me to take on an even more monthly expense? It, <laughs> I had my mortgage in Virginia but my new rental payment for my um, rental home was, let's see, $1,200 more a month. $1,200 more a month. That was, that was just a rental. Yeah, that was just a rental. <laughs> of course, there's other things that take a household, okay? So I was like, okay, Lord, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to provide. You're saying it, I'm going to step out. And he has never, ever let me down. And we have never taken a step backwards. Whether it was for a little bit, you ride that out. You ride that out and bust through because God is going to do something amazing for you. Because his word says, there will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. When the crops grow again. Look at this. Just, it just dawned on me. I got this testimony. Um, I'm not going to say who, but we had a partner that used to only be able to give uh, $35 a month and has increased every year and now this particular partner is going from 140 a month and just increased it to $200 a month. Started at $35 because she did where she, what she could do where she was at based on an instruction, based on an instruction. But as you see, when that person stepped out on the instruction, did God leave her where she was at? Is she still in that position? Absolutely not. Now, <laughs> now, we went from $35 a month to consistently $200 a month. You will never be without. You will never be without when you step out on an instruction from God. Never be without. For there will always, I love the word always, because what does it mean? Always. Not a little bit, not 99%. Always equals 100%. Always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and crops grow again. When crops grow again. I think I'm just going to end it there. That's where I feel it today. Is so, you know, we don't have to have things make sense. As long as we're stepping out on the instruction, God's going to provide the rest. I've never been able to outgive God. I've never been able to override an instruction and think mine is better than his. For he sees everything, right? He knows our life. He knows the plan, the path that we have. So what better than listen to somebody who has that for us, who has our best interest in his hands. So there are gonna be some major, major things this year that God's asking us to do. How can it be a year of transformation, right? Transform, to transform, look completely different. You know, like transformers, one minute they're a car and the next minute they're a giant robot sweeping through the, I'm, I'm a, I have a boy, sweeping through the space. Okay, they don't look like the car that they are when they're on earth. They're like these giant robot monsters. How can we look transformed, right? If we're not 
believing God for big, believing God for greater, believing God and stepping out on an instruction. There are gonna be some major moves and instruction that God's giving us this year. I know for me, yes. I know for my ministry, uh, yes. I mean, it's a big deal what we're getting ready to step into. A big deal. But I know the peace and joy, that's a tag teaming it, bundled up together for the instruction is what's gonna carry it through. And, and Ted and I have said, yes, there's things in my personal life, yes. And, and you have to say yes and put your heart on it and step out by faith. You know, some things we have to say yes before we actually, you know, like God gave us an instruction and then we said yes to come to Florida. Well, obviously it wasn't the next day that we came to Florida, but we made things happen. We made moves. We made, um, you know, we got the next instruction on how to do the next thing. And uh, God has been in every step of the way, every step of the way. You know, our, um, our, our bishop, our pastor at the beginning of 2022 said, you know, what you do in the first quarter of, um, and, and I, general, I know she always laughs at me. She's like, you just do things so fast. But I'm telling you, like, when I've made up my mind, when I've said yes to the Lord, there's really no stopping me. Like, I'm, I'm like, Pshum, real fast. Like I, I've just become that person. Um, and so the first part of the quarter, the Lord said, what you do in the first quarter is going to set you up for the second quarter. And I was like, I mean, the, the first half is going to set you up for the second half. And I was like, oh my gosh. And like, I happened to be vir- visiting Virginia at the beginning of uh, June and our house was there still. Well, I was over there working on some stuff for the tenants Yes, I do that. My dad's taught me things. <laughs> and uh, I was over there and it hit me. Ted was in the pool at my sister's house and I've never, ever felt done with that house. Never. I haven't. We just said, we're going to keep it. Um, we'll just finish paying it off and, you know, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll sell it for the kids. Da, da, da. We, we really love real estate as, as investment properties. We want to have more. So, you know, we'll, we'll use that to increase wealth for our children and stuff like that. And um, I went back to my sister's house and he was in the pool. And I said, Ted, we got to put the house up for sale now. I was in the front yard and it dropped in my spirit what Bishop said. And he said, what you do in the first half will um, uh, set you up for the second half. And Ted and I are on the same page. And he, and he said, do it. I mean, I wasn't even like out of the state and I was on the phone with the real estate agent saying, this is what I wanted to do, this and that, da 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 let's start, we'll go here. And, um, and that was it. And uh, we put it on the market within, within a month or less. And, and now the market, right? Interest rates went up. It's, it's quieted down. Because that's what's going to happen. Everyone freaked out, got really high and everything. It wasn't going to stay that way. And then, so I got mine top dollar, uh, on the market, closed within a month, very fast, everything I wanted, already moved the money down to Florida and bought another house here in Florida um, up in Port St. Lucie. Already did it. What I did in the first half set me up for the second half. And um, what I got the house I bought for and what it appraised for, God set me up. God set me up big time, big time, big time. But you know what? I almost, we almost freaked when we moved to Florida. We almost freaked when we, we thought we have to sell the house, da, 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 da. And we said, no, God just said, move. Let's leave it here. Let's rent it. Let's just see. Um, and so those, those four years, really listening to the instruction has set us up. Now, that was four years. So I didn't see four years ahead. I didn't see all of this going on. I didn't see 2020 happening. I didn't see, but we stepped on an instruction. Stepped on an instruction from God. The man of God, our pastor, gave an instruction on the, on the word of the Lord night. We stepped out on that instruction. You'll never fail obeying and stepping out on an instruction from God. Never fail but you don't have all your ducks lined up in a row. You don't, um, you don't try to figure everything out. You use wisdom 
you say yes, and you have set it in high gear and go. <laughs> so I am so excited for what we're believing for, what we're asking God for, what we're standing on. In Jesus' name, this is a year of increase for us. This is a year of, of transformation. And to be transformed, to look completely different, we're going to have to step out on some big instructions. By the end of the year, we're going to have to look different. We're not going to be able to look in the mirror and be like, do I have the same figures in my bank account? Do I have the same this? Or am I still in the same position? Am I still, you know, same boring jobs? Should I not be in this place? Should I? No. You should look back over your life in, in the end of this year and be like, I have testimony after testimony. God's healed my body. God has given me promotion. God has given me favor. God has given me increase. Stuff I never had, I now have in my life. Stuff I, stuff I was believing for, I'm now holding in my hand. Miracles, signs, breakthroughs are mine. So we're going to look different at the end of this year. But in order to transform, it's going to take us stepping out on and instruction from God. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for each and every person watching, each and every person believing, each and every person that's that's on this fast, Lord, corporately. As we continue to press in, as we continue to launch out, as we continue to pray, Lord, and push the plate away, I ask you now to honor our faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for depositing new revelation into our spirit, man. Lord, what you've asked us to do, it might seem, it might look so big, so out of our, our reach. But Father God, you said it and that's, that's it. Just like I said, Lord, on Wednesday, we're not going to put a question mark where you've put a period. You've given us an instruction, each and every one of us different, Lord. I ask you, Lord, just like Elisha, he said, don't be afraid. You're always going to have. You're never going to be without. It doesn't matter what the world's going on around us. Whatever sickness, disease, calamity, famine, drought, whatever they say we can and cannot do. We operate by a different kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for your authority. Thank you that we walk in strength in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that we live by great faith. Great faith as you look at us. We make you proud. You look at us and say, they have great faith. I call them righteous. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that as you give us wisdom on our next steps, Lord, as you give us instruction, we have ears to hear, faith to believe. Lord, we confess the right things that line up with your word. Your word says that it will never return void but we have to speak the word. We have to speak your word. We have to believe your word. Thank you, Lord, that you've set us up for the best. You set us up on a firm foundation. And I'm believing, I'm joining my faith with ones that are watching, ones that are on the replay, listening to my voice on the podcast, that we are going to look back at the end of this year and not even recognize every area of our life in the mighty name of Jesus. And it's by your will. That's perfect. That's pleasing for our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. Take a minute right now to thank him for what you have currently in your life and what you're going to have. Thank you, Jesus, for health in my body. Thank you for strength. Thank you for a sound mind. Thank you for my kids, Lord, that they're healthy, wealthy, wise, and full of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, that you've set them apart for such a time as this. Thank you that they're strong. They'll never give in to the things of this world. They won't buy into the devil's mess. Thank you, Lord, that they have ears listening to the shepherd's voice and they hear God's voice clearly and will always make the right decisions. Thank you, Lord for health in our children's bodies, that they're protected, that things won't happen to them out in the world, calamity while they're driving, while they're in stores. The angels of God are sent to surround them in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for our own lives. Thank you, Lord, for what you've positioned us for, what you've given to us. We will not squander. We will not set aside. We will not use it as waste. We will take every bit everything you've given to us, Lord, and we'll use it in the mighty name of Jesus. We are 
mighty in your eyes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've given to us, all that you've asked us to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I love it. I love hanging with you guys. I love being with you guys. I pray that encouraged you. It encourages me. I don't like read something and then think, oh, well, I've read it. I've got that on it. I'm, I'm good to go. No, I read it again yesterday. I've read that, 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 those, those chapters several times. I've got stuff highlighted. I've got stuff circled. I've got notes. But you know what? I love rereading it and I love um, uh, seeing it again. I, fresh revelation, things I've never seen before, things that, you know, have transpired in the last few years from, you know, when I read that story before and just looking over and seeing the testimony, the different things I shared with you today, the protection, the provision, the never being without, the increase, the transformation. And so what he did for me, he's going to do for you in the name of Jesus. And guess what? There's things he's done for you that I'm believing what God will do for me. So, so we're in this, not competition. We're in to raise each other's faith. We're in this, there's strength in numbers. Uh, the devil wants division. The devil wants jealousy. The devil wants corruption. The devil wants, you know, everyone to, to be bitter and talk bad about. No, we're here to lift each other up, pray for each other, encourage each other, shout each other. You know, there's things that you're believing God for that I might not be, that I don't need for, for my life, but I'm believing they'll happen for you and you guys are doing the same for me. So I appreciate it. I love you guys. Maddie, do we have a winner for today for the Olaplex so you can have the most fabulous hair while you fast? It is Paula Hill. Paula Hill. I love you, Paula. Let me know that you're on. And I can send that to you. Oh, well, thank you, Courtney. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, this is not Olaplex, but, but I have used it and I like it. Um, Erica, I love you. How are you doing up there in Port St. Lucie? Good to see you, Christina. Oh, Paula's on. All right, Paula, if you can just shoot me... Um, Actually, we, we'll have your address, so I'll just have Jenna go ahead and ship that to you. We have it in our system, so I'll give her the name. I love you, Mom. My mom is on. She just had her birthday this week. Happy birthday, Mom. January 2nd, she started the year and the fast on her birthday, so it's going to be a great fast for her. Believing for mighty things. I've joined my faith with my mom to see some things happen in her life, and she prays for me all the time. It's so wonderful having parents that are faith-filled and encouraging and loving and live nearby because I love to see them. So anyway, I love you guys. Next week, I know I'm just now back with you, but next week um, I am not here. I am actually going to receive while I'm on this fast. I am heading out to California to sit under Pastor Nancy Dufresne. They started Holy Ghost meetings, they call them, uh, starting today. Kenneth Copeland is uh, kicking them off and through next week. So um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, I'm going to be there uh, receiving, filling up my spirit man for the year, having the Lord speak to me um, because I, I want that. You know, I might always be in meetings, um, but it's different when it's not yours technically. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that I don't receive, but it's just a different feel. It's like, I just get to go and sit and receive. And I'm so excited about it. I love Pastor Nancy Dufresne. And um, on Thursday, we're going to be uh, at Mark Hankins meeting in Louisiana, uh, going kind of going ping, 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 ping all over the United States and then back home Friday. Um, I don't think I'm back home before the two o'clock broadcast. So um, I will not be in on, on uh, Wednesday or Friday, but I will be all the rest of the weeks because I am home after, after next week. Just got to go get filled up, filled up. All right. Love you guys so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Keep it up. 
You guys are doing great. If you have any questions, write us. If you need any more suggestions on what to drink, write us. Uh, be back here at seven o'clock. Um, oh yes, Maddie's reminding me. Ladies, anywhere in Florida, get here February 3rd and 4th. I'm gonna be right outside of Orlando. It's called Sorrento, Florida. It's right outside. I'm gonna be at the River Orlando Church. There's three services. It's Friday night, Saturday morning, and Saturday night. And um, I'd love to see you. Uh, you. You could contact the church, uh, the River Church uh, there on um, the graphic if you have more questions. I don't really know all the details to the meeting, except I will be there. And so <laughs> I know they're doing, um, you can register. I think the registration is for f a meal and different things that they're doing for the ladies, but I would contact the church if you had specific questions in regards to that. But you can go to my website to register for it, but I'm excited. I'm excited to kick off right after the fast uh, for that. But return tonight for your teenagers and young adults with Alex at seven to eight as he's gonna be spending time in the word and praying with your teenagers. So important. Uh, we need that. We need that in this generation. Too many, too many young people, I mean, older too, but are, are going through a spirit of confusion uh, that this world is just wide open and running with. And we're not gonna have it. We're gonna know what the Bible says. Our teenagers are gonna know. They're gonna know without a shadow of a doubt. People are not gonna be able to talk them out of what they know about God and His goodness and His nature and what He has for them and their identity in Christ. So make sure you get your kids involved in that tonight at seven to eight. And then Ted will be back at nine o'clock. I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you later. <laughs>